Pursuit Podcast is presented and sponsored by our friends over at Pomoka. Pomoka Skins, you're familiar with them. It's those pink skins that you see all your favorite athletes like Michelle Parker and Cody Townsend using. Pomoka is the work of Swiss engineering, pioneered, tested, and designed in the Alps. Okay, we know all that, but here's here's what I really love about Pomoka. While they're designed in Europe, the North American product line, <clears throat> where we are, is specifically engineered to match our climate and provide the best product for our conditions, for our continent. They're not just designing them and thinking about them and using them in the, in the Swiss Alps. They're using them on the East Coast here in New York and Vermont, and they're testing them and they're beating the crap out of them to see if they work and hold up and they do and that's why i love pomoka they're not just you know they're always forward thinking they're creating new products better products the best products on the market to get you into the mountains and out of the mountains safely uh, it's the most trusted brand we all know that they're so good they're pfc free as of 2020 which means they give a shit about our planet and our environment Here's what Pomoka, here's what me, the Out of Collective, here's what we want you to do. We want you to go to your local dealer, ask for Pomoka skins, get them cut, get educated, learn all about them, support your local dealer, support brands that support us while supporting Pomoka. It's a whole big happy family. Again, head to your local dealer, ask for Pomoka skins. There's a reason that every pro athlete uses them. It's a safety tool. They look cool. They're packable they're amazing pomoka skins check them out go to your local dealer and get yourself some and it wouldn't be a new year without maybe a new year's resolution well if you're thinking about it i'm not telling you got to but if you're thinking about it maybe you're gonna give up drinking maybe maybe not maybe you're gonna take a week dry january our friends over at sierra nevada have options for you they've got non-alcoholic beverages like the trail pass IPA, again, a nine non-alcoholic IPA. They've got a trail pass golden. Come on, y'all. This is they got it. If you want the sensation of that beer taste, but you don't maybe want to drink for January, give yourself a little break. Our friends over at Sierra Nevada have it. They've got a hop splash citrus, new flavor alert. These are all new flavors that I'm talking about. So, and again, they've got all your your pal owls and your your lovely things that we're all that Sierra Nevada is known for. But you know, I'm really, really digging this hop splash citrus, sparkling infused, hop infused water, fruity nodes of mosaic and Simcoe hops, and a perfect splash of real blood orange and grapefruit juice. And you match that with maximum flavor. If you're thinking about it, I'm not telling you to. Again, they've got all the great options. They've got their IPAs and their Torpedo Ales. And I don't know. I can't say them all. They've got seasonal beers. Bigfoot, Hoptonium, Hop Bullet Magnum, Summerfest, October. They got it all. But if you're thinking about taking a break, Sierra Nevada's also got your back. Three brand new non-alcoholic flavors with the Trail Pass IPA, Trail Pass Golden. We got our regular Hop Splash and our Hop Splash Citrus. Head to your local convenience store. You know, it's sold everywhere. Get yourself some. Try it. Thank me later. I think Snoop Dogg's gotten sued for smoke weed every day. That was, if we talk about, like, this is not a thing we're doing, but if we picked, like, best ad campaign of 2023. Ever. 
hands down. I mean, of the decade, I I can't think of something better than like it was Budweiser frogs, and now it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg announced that he was he was going to give up smoking, so he put it on Twitter. He was or Instagram. He's going to give up smoking, and then it was like three days went by. And then they did an ad for Solo Stove because the Solo Smokeless, Stove smokeless. smokeless Solo Stoves as a collab with Snoop Dogg. What? I oh, Snoop Dogg put out a real message, dude. When would I have seen this? I want to see this. All over the, the people were just talking about it at the shop. Like customers were just like bringing it up. And I was like, this is what? no way this is real. It was the greatest. Dude, it's like a serious note, too. It's like, please respect my practice time. Like me and my family are working through what we worked. Yeah, it was insane. My computer just freaked out. I don't know what's going on. It was it was unbelievable. It was art, honestly. I see it here. I'm thirty. All right, best. Seven. Let's get into best ski trends right now or trend. Ethan, you're in this too. My okay. Sorry, my computer just freaked out. Best ski trends. Yep. Or trend. You don't have to have multiple. Can't talk about both. Nobody can pick that. No, I do. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, you go first. My favorite ski trend is the fat pants right now. I was that was one of my what's the like, thought as well. They have like they're cuffed at the bottom, but they're just huge, like four X. These kids are twigs. Their waists are like a thirty, but the the pant width is also a thirty. They're like jankos, but ski pants. Interesting. And it's it's back. Fat Pants Mafia. <coughs> Who else has them? Well, and it's like every fit now is like skull cap, uh, like pullover sweater, and the fattest Jinko jeans. Yeah, Jinko jeans. Like like they look like preppy up top. Arsenic but... has us has them. Yeah, same look. Like people just that's that's the style right now. That's the trend. It I'm is. Surprised by... You haven't picked up this. Me? Yeah, well, I'm surprised. Uh, no, I tried to buy I'm some. Surprised. I tried I'm surprised to buy some today, and they were sold out, dude. They were. I've been waiting for the right pair. They were black, and then down oh. like the side, they had flames. Oh yeah. That's Fat cool. Pants Mafia, shout out. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I would say, trend is the, uh, you know, the newer line of skis that's a crossover between a two ring, and an L. Transalp series, newer Transalps, the Solomon Blizzard Solomon Echo. Look at Ethan. Ethan yeah. knows two skis. Dang. But this, this is, is that, crazy. That crossover ski. Because the old Transalps that Jabber hat took from me and still hasn't given back, ski awful. What? <laughs> I don't think they ski awful for the record. They, I think I they do. ski like they're, light, they're chattery. Yeah. Which they is ski awful, like tourist just, skis, which is but it takes no bullshit, man. You go through all that effort for a good line, and then you ski a terrible ski on the way down. Yeah, that's the difference. That's what the argument's but always been until very recently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, I agree. I agree with Ethan here. And I think it's a nice light skis that don't suck. Yeah, I mean, you got a few. There's a few right now for sure that ski really well. But the problem is the standard is changing too. Like what people are accepting as a cross is like getting heavier. 
It's a ranger now. Yeah, people literally skip. That's what I mean. Is like people will buy a ranger, they'll buy a rustler, and they'll put a shift on it, and that's their crossover setup. Which, like, traditionally, even when we were doing frame bindings, people that that wasn't what people were doing. They were buying like a K two side stash, a non metal two side stash. Yeah, my first touring ski was K two side stash with a Fritchie free ride on it. And then I went to a Solomon Guardian with a Solomon Rocker 2 108. And I was like, this is the future. That was a good setup. It was when that so, came out, that was like that's yeah, what everybody like, wanted. It was so heavy. It was so bulky. It's insane. Or the Quest 98. Yeah, the Quest 98, but I was a Rocker 2 guy. Um, but it is crazy how far it's come. And you know, I had full tilts jammed in there and I was fine. But it is nice that, like, then we went super light, and they were terrible. Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely... My point was, I guess, is, like, I think... Do they ski bad in terms of skis? Like, overall? Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's any argument. But those skis in particular are one of the better skiing super lightweight skis. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... Are you just the whole category? No, but I, there's another one that I like too. Like I actually think that there's two schools of it, right? There's a zero G skis like ass in terms of flex, like it flat. It's a two by four. See, or I always tell it and I loved it because I want a stiff tail. Oh, it is like. But yeah, unsteel. it's stiff. It's ex it's extremely stiff. But it's that's a good ski in that category, and a Trans Alp is a good ski in that category. It's just like, do you want to? Or do you want really floppy? Those are your options. So now it's like that stuff is a lot better. Like the current Transalp, the current Zero G, those ski really well. Like they're significantly better. Yeah, Echo, Hustle. <clears throat> it's funny that the binding came first almost. Binding came first. And uh, dude, people are very bent on this like marker Duke PT re hate that I'm on. Like people were not happy in the comments. Rehate. Rehate. Why do you hate it? Because it's fucking stupid. It's the stupidest binding I've ever seen in my life. Why? No. Alex Hackle got second at Kings and Queens on it. Third. Um uh, that's why. That's why, Alex. <laughs> oh my god. No, um, I don't like it because the mechanism is so cumbersome like if you showed that to someone and was like this is what ski bindings do like that wasn't really in the industry i think they literally would never think about skiing again because it was too complicated the way that the toe have you seen you've seen this binding yes we have one at the office <coughs> ethan yeah yes yeah the toe <laughs> i was calling sorry the Let's, way that the toe believe it or not up, i'm getting sick maybe i'm shocked um, the way that the toe goes forward, it either locks forward. So you have this big open interface that looks like if you open up a burrito and like, you know, all the stuff that after it's been mashed together, you're like, I don't really want to see this. Like, this is not how I wanted to look at this like finished product. I can't say if I've ever opened a burrito. Okay. Continue. Bullshit, dude. You're like the pickiest oh, yeah. eater ever. You're like, there's no, I'm not, not at all. There's no, he's not a picky. He's a dumpster. Like, for how particular he is, he oh, is a dumpster. Coming from the dump over here. Here's my thing. Sure, if I'm with you, but you also are, like, not good. 
here's my thing with the um the duke pt i believe it was a knee-jerk reaction to the shift and when you count that i think it's an excellent product that they got to market extremely quick yeah but they're not changing it same thing next year right they have no interest in that's the problem is if it was knee-jerk make it good by now you know what i mean it's been too long. I, did they fix the toe piece at all? Did one small change last year. I can't remember what it was, uh, but it wasn't significant. And the like, it's still the interface is exactly. And that's my whole problem with it. You have that little lever that sticks out like exactly like this plastic that gets knocked on everything. Like I've warrantied five myself. Okay, so that's already out. Not that that's like the end of the world. It still functions if the end of that knocks off but it doesn't work good it doesn't make you feel good when you spend 700 on a bike i will say i thought a lot more people were going to forget their toe piece like at the trailhead or in their car yeah i, I did think more of that was going to happen but in new england there hasn't been more than five claims of that like people buying just the toe cover part um so that that was actually cool like i'll give them props for that for correctly anticipating how stupid people are yeah, I feel like that's a you problem more than anything. I would do it. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's how I thought about it immediately. It was like I would for sure leave my toe at the trailhead. If if it came off and I had to put it somewhere, I'd 100% leave it behind. I would be one of those five. I have no doubt about it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just not for me. Like it's not the binding for us. We're too deep into the industry. We have way too many skis. I think if you are a leisure person who skis 80 percent of the resort and you want to go do some like i hate the term but side country it's great yeah i i know and i i agree i think for skis i would say 90 percent inbounds and they do that one or two days a year with their friends i think it's a good binding for that i just think if you're gonna do that it's kind of an expensive commitment like that your one setup because you need that binding and you need a pin capable boot so like that's a full commitment to once a year. I feel like there's better choices than doing that. Well, how do you um, feel about the, um, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. How do you feel about the new or the, what is it? The day, day runers? The, you're a dickhead. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're on a brand for 10 minutes and I'm the dickhead. Who did I shit on for 10 minutes? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it to K2, I think, too, already. So, like, I'm on yeah. a bad roll yeah. here. Um, no, the day trekkers. How do you? My problem. Day makers. Day makers. Day makers. I genuinely didn't know. I know they weren't day runers, but I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't remember the name. Um, I think that there is a very, very, very small portion of skiers out there that will benefit from that product um it is you talk about like steps and being cumbersome and like the interface not being great it's not awesome like <laughs> it's not a it's not an ideal situation it's not an ideal product but what it is though is like a bridge for people that like want to get into touring like there's a reason it's, it's because you chose indecision or you chose 
because it's not like not spending a lot of money. You're still spending a lot of money. That's my problem with it is when people you need a pin boot and you still need. No, you don't have to have a pin. The new one, you need a pin boot. The, but that's the what old... I'm talking about. Oh, okay. That one, I actually like the original version better than I like this because I don't think this is super applicable to most people. Because like if we're just saying it's a more robust option, then I would argue a Duke or a cast system are both more robust than a Daymaker. Right. Like the Daymaker don't and like don't get me wrong, it's made well. Like functionally, it's made it's made fairly, but the interface is just like I don't know. It's like when you give me an expensive camera and I'm just like ah, I don't know what to do with this fucking thing. I just think it's not cheap enough to like if you're going to spend that, go buy a used touring setup. That's what I'm saying. If it was 150 bucks, or 200 bucks there was even. a company that made like a knockoff yeah and i remember i think it was the ski no boundaries guys it is yes those guys like bought it out and then like had a bunch of inventory or like put out this new one and it was like very late to do it but theirs was cheap yeah this was like 99 bucks works like that's like i don't know i see that working but at 400 and i'm sure the product is better arguably but the product is good but i i don't see my only issue is like if i was a business owner like in that company i would be like how like feasibly how many of these can we sell because we're now targeting yeah not just skiers not just people who tour not just people who tour but only have a pin boot and don't have a ski, and then you're targeting people who will spend $400 on that within all of those other parameters. Right. So small, I just don't... It's a very small... It's got to be less than a 1,000 people are potential buyers yeah. for that product. Doesn't seem like I can't that. imagine it's more than that. But that being said, it's a small company, and maybe if they sell 100, that's enough for them. I, I, I don't know, and I don't want to speak for those guys because I actually think the product is... For what it is, it's made really well. But from a business standpoint, I don't see it. Yeah, it doesn't seem to make much sense. I'm no. just looking at Instagram now. What do you feel about this Nick Gepper, Steve Step combo? Persona, Ethan loves it. <laughs> I've actually seen his videos. I have. He does. Look at the smile. I, I the did smile. see. I saw his last <laughs> video where smile. he was like drinking the milk. Do you think um, Kepper has a chance at half pipe? No. I do. I mean, he's sick. So, like, don't get me wrong, but like half pipe is nuts right now. And it's I don't know. It seems like a hard thing to just jump back into. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I would that would be sick. Like, don't get me wrong. How do you feel about Steve Step being his manager? Like, is this a uh, good move for him or a bad move? I mean, obviously, he's gotten publicity, but is all publicity good publicity? Um, I don't know. It matters. Like, I don't think any of that stuff matters as much as we think it does sometimes, especially initially. It's like we read that and we're like, oh, boy, like, this is going to be a lot. But I... I think people don't care because like some of the stuff he posts is like intentionally very, very edgy. Oh like, yeah. For ski content. Yeah. 100%. And like offensive and he's just like leaning into it and like, this is what it is. 
shit is doing well right now. So I think, but you see it in other sports where there's personalities that are like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I feel like. I don't care about if like anybody tries to cancel me or talk like you see that in other sports. We just don't have that in skiing. Like somebody who just doesn't give a shit about what happens and they just say whatever comes into their mind without a filter. We just don't have very many of those. Do you think it's good or bad? Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's either. It's kind of irrelevant to me. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Not necessarily what I find funny, like on a like I, I don't know. Some it's of the easy. stuff is funny. But it's easy. It's it, like it's, easy. it's hacky. It's like it's very yeah. It's like what we do when we need a good month. Right, right, right. I get it. But I I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how to feel. Not necessarily with just Dick <clears throat> Pepper, but I do think the ski industry and the outdoor space can be extremely sensitive mm. but then the other end i'm like well if that offends somebody maybe we shouldn't do it and like i can't tell people like you can't tell them where their line is exactly so like i don't know how to feel about it. Alyssa and i had this conversation on the pod and she called them all snowflakes which i love <laughs> she's like there's a lot of snowflakes out there i'm just out there to like rile them up a little bit and i get it and it, it i don't know like is it going to come to a point where we can't say anything yeah that's always the argument i i i think everybody should say what they want and i don't think it's you being offended by it isn't a reason for it to not exist like that's the that's kind of the end all be all for me it's like yeah all right i might not like people post shit i don't like all the time but like I'm not going to go tell the internet that this isn't okay. You know what I mean? Why to fucking, this is my opinion. I don't need to tell anybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't it's know. not okay. I, it's hard. Oh, dog. You, I mean, you record, you record every week with somebody and I'm sure there's things that pop into your head that you're like, you shouldn't say that or every, every episode. Right. But like, I wonder if we said those things where it would go. We wouldn't ever say anything that, like, we would say. Uh, there's things. Yeah, we're not just going to, like, turn racist pieces of shit. <laughs> that's I, what I mean. Like, you know, like it's not going to happen. But, but I will tell you for a fact, like, the way people talk in their group of friends is not the same way that they type on keyboards on Instagram. Like, it is not the same way. Like, and we both know plenty of these people that do this. And, like, we are those people, too. And I think that's okay. I don't think it's, it means that Ethan's a bad person. I mean, Ethan has been it lately. <laughs> it's it's been don't touch let me into this. Who is who is the master of modifying photos in questionable ways? Who has way too much time on their hands? Oh, you do have too much time. Well, no, way you do and you don't. Hands. For like the problem is, is that when you don't have something active going on. Your oh, AI terrible. shuts down and like just starts doing things that the don't amount of make edits sense. of me that he has on his phone is unhinged. Oh, he, he, he has the most, that was that was where I was getting to. It's like Scary. no one has more time than X. Like it yeah. is, I've never with more time on a day to day basis. Terrifying. Maybe I just life. make use of my time. 
I've made I've met eight year olds that are busier than ever. Maybe I just like, make <laughs> like when I'm pooping, I'm not scrolling. What are you doing? I'm creating content for okay. Each. Oh <laughs> right. my god. All right. <laughs> you say that like it's a good thing when that's like realistically the only time that you make content. Next topic shifts. Shifts that's the next topic. Um yeah. Because we didn't get to get into it before. I tell you, Cody said I got some stuff right and some stuff wrong. Yeah, and there's a very obvious thing that we missed. Um, I think that it's pink. I think that was the obvious. (laughs) No, there there was. I forget what it was, but I did go back and look at it. Um, You think it's pink or not pink? No, he didn't say he didn't say it was obvious. He said there's a there's a thing in the photo that you missed. Oh, just, it's yeah, if you look hard enough, said, but yeah. Um I don't know. It needs a it needs a revamp. They changed a couple things. So I'm Is it gonna I'm be a sixteen? Ready. What? Is it gonna be a din of sixteen? I don't I don't know about din models yet. I just know what it looks like. Is the token's um, gonna break? I said initially that I thought they changed the brake mech, but I actually don't think that they did. I think it just because of the way the plastic is now, the new plastic, I think it just looks a little different. And I think people learned how to use it, so they break them less. I think people learned how to install it. That was the hardest thing. I, that's the thing that I think people don't understand either. It's like a new product comes out, a new binding comes out. A rep doesn't come and show you how to mount it. And to be fair, most of the time we know more than the rep about like, and not yeah, most things, but like most. techie things, they're like, I don't, I don't sell. I well, sell three of those in my market, and you're like, okay. That's what I mean, though. Not even techie things. If you like, go and ask your K2 rep about the new head that came out. He's gonna be like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, I live in one world. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how it goes. So, so are, I don't know. Is it gonna be this year, or next year, twenty four, twenty five? Fall 24, yeah. So 24, 25. So this year, current. Yep. They're, that... they're definitely trying to keep it under wraps until it's time. Joe said specifically, don't no, talk to me. Stop leaking. No more leaks. You didn't leak it. We didn't leak this, it. Well, this is before. And then he messed and he was mad at me. I don't I don't know if he was actually mad at me. Um if you okay. find something, I do oh, think the phone's cutting out. Mine or his? Mine? Jabbers. I didn't hear anything he said. It completely was just oh. out. May, I, oh, because I was doing this. Is that I, better? Weird. Putting your hand between your, your mouth and your microphone interrupted it? Weird. I will say we have a moral compass. Like, we don't leak things until they have been leaked. That's kind not of. true. You don't take leaks until you can That's not true. Kind of. No, it's a ticking time bomb. Like, that's what it is. It's like, if I get a photo, we don't have a lot of content that day. That day. I, I hold out as long as I can. But each day, I go back to that photo, and I'm like, I should put this out there. I had that Scarpa boot for like a month, and I was just waiting. And then some guy named Dale on the forum leaked it, and I was like, floodgates. Yeah. I don't know. It goes back to the conversation we were having earlier. Is like, when is it okay to put that stuff out? I mean, never technically, but yeah, but technically it is. Legally, it is. 
Le- well, legally, we didn't sign an NDA. I think it's different if you show up to like a launch and they're like, hey. That's what I was, yeah, oh, for sure. A hundred percent. But if somebody sends me a photo of it, that's not my problem. What like, if they send you a photo and say, don't leak it? Then you don't leak it. If they say don't Easily. leak it, you don't leak it. That's the end of the story. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. But I'll tell you what, if you, if likely that you can get them to say yes to you leaking it you say it's more than likely likely if if you get that photo from them i think it's more likely because i'll just keep badgering once a week i'll just keep at it (laughs) badgering anything badgering i can't believe no one joined in this this is like all you internet trolls talk all this shit we just posted a, oh, I can't stand your face, Ethan. We just posted a link to find to get We should have done it earlier. We also just spur of the moment decided that we were doing it. Yeah, so, but still, people have seen it. They've looked 55, at it. 55,000 people. Nobody in here. Um, no one hopped on. I mean, I in all fairness, it is now 645. No, I it's on mine too. We said till six. Yeah, but we yeah, said but if people six. click it, they can get in. But oh, I do ours yeah, I, I deleted. Ours I deleted at six. Oh, that was good. That's why nobody's in here. We didn't really even start till six, so yeah. The hat. Well, this is a serious question, and it's for me. I think it's for us in general. What do people want to see in ski reviews? And I'm hoping that maybe we can like make this a clip and try to get some comments because I'm tired of the same thing and I don't want to deliver the same thing. And I do believe that we have a nice pool of knowledge, but like what makes a good ski review and how do we make better ski reviews? I think our comparison videos are great. We talked about this, but like if you're going down the line, what makes a good ski review? I, mean, I, one, I think actually skiing the ski on on video showing you think the that ski makes a big difference and talking. I do because I think everyone can just hold a ski that's unmounted and say the ski has this spe- specification, but nobody even understands what that specification is a lot of the time. Well, yeah, maybe you answer more of this question, Ethan, and then we'll let Jabber go because you are yeah. more of the consumer in the group versus the curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. Questionable, but. I mean, I one again. Yeah, so I say, think fair. actually skiing it. Two, I think having some comparables in the same video, whether or not it's a comparison video, also helps because typically, if you're looking up a ranger, you're probably looking up, you know, the competitive skis that you would be be looking at at the same time. Wait, I don't know which one specifically are the rustler, maybe the. <laughs> Great uh, job. That's it. You did it. Just what walk other skis away. can I name? Walk I don't away know. Ahead, dude. Walk away ahead the back end but i do think that having an actual product on hill being skied and then talking about it or even talking while you ski it is a lot more valuable than everybody who's doing a review in front of a wall how do you but what specs do you want what do you want to know do you care about numbers i don't know anything about skis no this isn't i think this is exactly yeah that's like, I, I mean, yes and no, but so you, you want to know what numbers you need, right? Which is underfoot and length. 
right? Those are the only two that well, I really care about. But even that, right? Like, you know, those two numbers are important. I don't think the number necessarily matters. I think it's like, what, what do I need to know for my experience, right? It's not, it's not just going and deciding what underfoot somebody told you and you had the information to base it off of what number underfoot it was. And that's how over time you start to determine, okay, like 95 underfoot makes a lot of sense. But I think for the consumer, it's like, you don't even necessarily need to know the number. You need to know what it's good for. Like, I don't think the number matters. And, and honestly, so obviously I was skiing the 102 for a couple of years and now I skied the 96 last year. Way more fun for 90% of the skiing I do. Mm. Oh, I do think the number matters. I just think defining the number. Like people are like, what's the difference between a 96 and a 102? I don't think you would know. And that's that's kind of the thing is I was always like, oh, the 102, it's good for a little bit of everything, which is true. But it's a little but smaller edge to edge. But you have to understand, I guess, really what you do most often. Because I, I took the 96 to Europe and skied it, and it was some powder, and it skied fine. I mean, it, you know, probably not as good as the 108 that you guys are skiing, but I had a lot of fun. me in this. You do ski the one away. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think ski review wise, I think people care about comparisons a lot. Um, I do think skiing it, matters, but I don't think it matters that much because I don't think people are there to watch the skiing. I think yeah. having skiing B-roll of it is nice just to like cut up, you know, my face in front of a screen, for example, like. That part is really nice, but I don't think people care. I actually think it takes away from the review if the skiing is too good or too bad. Like, I, I don't think it adds anything. I think it actually distracts from the point of the video. I would say you are wrong. I mean, look at every ski review done with a pro skier. Like, on, say, oh. Line, for example. Videos do, because I've, I've looked at this those videos do much worse than the ones that are just product. Yeah. But I, don't know. I just think like a six minute video of somebody standing in front of a wall talking about the specifications, like nobody's watching through that whole video, right? Everyone's just skipping, but what are they trying to find? And I don't know if there is a, you know, an exact like, answer because it's person. I think but. like Madison, I think, I guess it's maybe ski to ski, but like Madison Rose skiing, like arcing turns on those DPSs that she used to ski. That was like, to me, I'm not a fan of DPS skis. I'm uh, put it on the record. <laughs> not a fan. But like the first time I met Madison, I said, you know how I knew you were a good skier because you could arc those skis. But like, if I'm debating buying like a traditional, like powder, big mountain ski. And then I see someone like laying their hip into the ground yeah, but that's a commercial. It's not a review. It's a different thing. That's true. I'll give you that. Like, it's it's just a different purpose. I think the per person who's watching a review, at least in my eyes, isn't watching it for entertainment at all. Like, maybe a little. Maybe they'll be happy if you give them some entertainment. But I think they're watching it because they're trying to make a decision to have, like, an opinion on a product. I think that's really as far as it goes. So I don't. I just being adding anything to it i think it being concise is important like i think the middle area is where there's problems and every review we've done kind of reflects this where it's like if it's that middle area length where it's like eight to 12 minutes it doesn't do as well if it's less than that we're in good shape and if it's like super long 
like we have an hour and a half long conversation about that has like eight nine thousand views or something right like it either yeah. has to be really long where people just yeah. sit in and like let it play while they're doing shit in their house or it has to be like short so people can get to the answer quickly well i think so, that's the thing the answer quickly and the i think that's also made worse by youtube that specifically has the little bar thing at the bottom that shows like where people skip to most. Yeah. I will say that makes me stay on the page sometimes longer though. I know. I just jump right to that point. Try to listen through it. See if I got, I feel like it never is what I want. Like, I feel like it's, which is true. I agree. It rarely is what you actually want. That's what I mean. So I had to spend the same amount of time as time jumping around looking. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if eight to 12 would do better with more ski porn. No, I think it would do worse. No. I think it's like ski movies. No one wants to watch an hour-long ski movie anymore. Ooh, yeah. hot take, Ethan. Hot take, I'm just saying. I don't think it's a hot I mean, take at all, but yeah. People um, do at like the premieres because it's an event, but people sitting in their own house don't. People did it at the blank one, and I was kind of surprised. Like People sat through like four hours of movies. Insane. Yeah, but if you create that atmosphere, skiing was sick. like don't get like the right. skiing was dope. Tight but, like buddies drinking. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like if you go to a movie theater, you don't touch your phone because you're in that setting. Right. What about weak layers? How about that, dude? Katie Burrell's famous. I don't know what that is. She's I would like a lot of moments like in theaters. He mentioned the he said theater, and then it triggered something in his brain that went. Weak layers theater. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's like January or something. Blown, right? Like Hollywood ski film. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's good for her. Yeah, she's fucking killing it. Insane. I'm excited to see it. I don't know. I think I saw a really good quote from her recently. It was like, I didn't want Hollywood to make a ski film. I wanted a like the ski world to make a Hollywood film. Yeah. I like that. I like that. No, I think it's. I don't know what that is, so I'll have to check it out. It's it's out cold with skiers. Could you name Ethan? Could you name five ski movies? <laughs> no. <laughs> could you name two ski movies? I can name every Joss edit and who was in it. <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire, the best ski film of all time. Oh, I can just God. picture him. I can just picture him, nose buttering, off of the knuckle of the landing, with the jacket popping open. <laughs> it's just like, that's just the most iconic moment in my... In his life. History. The first yeah, time we clicked on that, that was the most that's iconic a, moment. That's like what, the most excited thing I've ever had, yeah. That's what did it for you. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. My God. Yeah, that's... uh. Do we have any actual questions that we should hit before we wrap this thing up? No, not really. I mean, there's a few, but nothing was very important, I don't think. It was like about your hair and uh, uh, Kaufman asking what your five-year plan is. Oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of properties and be a slumlord. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, don't copy Kaufman and I. (laughs) And then I'm going to give up on the ski industry and just do weird things and then uh, die on that hill, but be mad that people ask me about the hill that I'm dying on. How long are you gonna work in the ski industry? Mm. You think? Me? Yeah. Um, I are think you a I, lifer? I think I will always be involved in the ski industry. 
in some way. And that could be like just tuning skis at a back shop. Like, I don't know if I will always be like, I don't know. How long will we have a, will I have a platform? Uh, Getting canceled sooner than later. Yeah. But no, but like, really, like, I don't know. It's, I keep talking because people seem to listen and they seem to enjoy it. Yo, what up? Quick telecraw update. I'm bowling right now. Let me see if I can, how do I switch my cam? I don't know. Anyway, I'm bowling. I'm on a podcast right now, babe. I can't hear any of you guys. Shout out X. Shout out Jabber. Great to meet you, other homie. Quick telecraw in the house, baby. Keep telling weird. You already know what it is. We out here bowling. On a podcast right now. Peace I'm out, sorry. one love out of podcast. I can't hear you, but I'll re-listen to it later. Cheers. <laughs> Where did that come That's from? That's exactly what I was hoping for. That Tell was like craw, everybody. Tell oh, craw. That was a that was I love, I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. That was uh, one of the driving forces of the telemark telemark world. How long do you think you'll be in the industry, Jabber? Five years. No fucking no way. There's no way. <laughs> Rest of your you life, genuinely brother. think that? <laughs> Not Maybe more than ten. Where are you gonna go? I don't know. Do anything do? else? For real? You want to get out of this industry? Oh, without a doubt. What the shop in- side or the media side or both? I think if I was gonna keep one, I would keep the media side. Ah, uh, I don't know. Really. I would think the other way around. I would, I would think if you're older, of- you don't want to deal with this shit. You just kind of go into your shop and you leave your shop. And that's that's as far as it goes. I wouldn't want to run a shop for the rest of my life. And if I get to that path full bore and like don't leave in the next five to ten years, then I'm doing it for life. So it's like that's kind of, those are kind of my options. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would I would like to be out of the industry in under a decade something entirely different i guess within it but i don't like i don't know i can't see it going 10 years that's like, wild to me it's a really basic a month or two max for me yeah ethan's like <laughs> ethan's tapped ethan hasn't even been in it yet i don't think i don't think i'll stick around forever see i enjoy it but i don't like I to also get out before like... i like i'd get i'd like to get out when it's good if that makes sense like no, i don't want to stick sense. around when i'm like just like grasping for life of relevance or whatever in this industry. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, I want to be just done when I'm done. No, I get that. But I, so like, I, you're in a different scenario than I am, especially like when it comes to the shop. Like if I'm at the shop for three days, I'm like, fuck this. But like once a week for a couple hours, it's like refreshing. Oh, it's awesome. Like you see people who are excited about it. Yeah. You like don't mind tuning some skis and like listening to some shitty punk music and just, i really like, enjoyed it last winter like because i was only there once or twice a week maybe and i actually really enjoyed it for the first time in a while i'm back there like five days a week now and i'm like it's tough retail's tough it doesn't matter what you're selling, you're selling skis, jeans like hard. hampshire marketing it's a lot like, it's yeah hard. all right yeah do you see the kind of ads they had to make to get hampshire marketing to work dude it worked on you no, you got me a breakfast sandwich. That worked. <laughs> um, that, that worked. I got scammed into building a podcast studio. Two, four of them. I I know. I've literally built it so many times over. 
so many and times. Another one coming in soon. a room. I know. Yeah, let can we talk about it? Let's give a little. Let's end on a little. Uh, what's happening here? Like, what are we doing in twenty four? What I know, we're building a new. Uh, mostly because I want to have an idea. Um, but <laughs> what are we doing? What are we building? Why are we doing it? Uh, and what are we seeing? Um, moving locations. Well, new location for sure. But I mean, it's not much for anybody. Um, the content will look a little like the way we shoot it. Um, but I don't think it's going to be vastly different because we're moving spaces. It's not going to change anything. We're still going to ship poorly. And we're still probably going to put things out late. And that stuff is still going to happen. So, but, but wait, hold on. I actually, I think a one big thing that you will notice a difference in is that Joe, editor Joe, is now creative director Joe for the podcast. And he's got a lot of good ideas and is pushing hard for a lot of good content. So coming this winter, once we finally get snow, there'll be a lot better content coming out and uh, more frequent, hopefully. And uh, a little more enjoyable. Are you taking no, a step dude, back? No, he he's the king of the handoff. You already know this. I have he, no, I have no steps forward, brother. He I, has nothing. Delegate. He has nothing. Like all he does is fucking manage the people, which is actually yeah. That's all he does is delegate. It is um, needed I, to be fair. I don't think I will be going on any ski trips this year with the podcast. Thank wow. God. Downvoted the neither are you, so just wait. <laughs> I've already gone. I've already gone. Uh, oh he's not going he is though. He's got he's got Breck. I, I got Henny Fest coming up. I know he's you do, I know. Like so do I. I'm going to that. You should. No, no way. No, I don't want to travel. No, it's good. Just send Jabber so he can get crippling anxiety, sleep in his room for two days, and then leave after that, and then cancel the next event. That's a good call. I'm doing I'm doing all of them. And Joe's coming with me. Joe's coming with me. Joe, Joe is good. Joe is very good at being like we need Joe to also shoot. is good at yeah, taking all of the situation and being like, we need this. So like Joe is not gonna be happy when he has to stay with you all the time though. He did uh, for four days already. I'm gonna send Joe a bunch of clips of every hotel room I've ever been in with you. That way he can play them all right now. <laughs> you've ever shared a hotel. One twenty nine. I got the time code. I'm sending it to him. Oh my god! Worst person you've ever shared a hotel room with? Jabber. Jabber. By far. I mean, you're gonna. You just saw Worst those person? videos. Everybody who's watching this, you just saw those videos. Joe played them. I hope to God he doesn't edit these videos. Oh, he's putting them in there. I guarantee it. Yeah, they're going in. They have to. Sending okay. them to him right now. Um, okay. I think we got to end here. This one at one hour thirty minutes. We got a telecraw update. I don't know what we talked about. I don't know when this comes out. Christmas, New no. Year's Eve. Yeah, it'll be New Year's, and week. Uh, yeah, that week. Uh, I believe it's going to be a part one and a part two. Part one Monday. Part two will be on Wednesday. Dang! There Look at that. There we go. That's how it goes. Should we put out part two before part one? No. 